Hey, hey, and welcome to Sunday's version of the Tribe Raising the Vibe version. I meant episode, but you knew what I meant. Don't, don't click off play just for that one early mistake. Now, I had a pod ready for today on intuition. Well, actually, I tell a lie. I have been fretting since Wednesday about what the fuck I'm going to do today. And then I thought, oh, actually, I've been using my intuition or trying to harness listening to my inner voice, my intuition, and letting that guide me. So I have written a whole pod about that. And I will do that on Wednesday. I know Wednesday's normally off topic, but I've got one in the bag. So that's what we'll do. However, the reason that has changed is because... I have been watching a program called This Is Us. And if you haven't seen it, you must. It's brilliant. It's not the funniest or the most lightest of moods, I must admit. But it's, especially if you're on a self-development journey, it's really interesting to firstly observe the characters that you think, fuck, you need to be working on yourself. And secondly, just the life choices and the situations and circumstances and experience that people go through, how they impact on their lives and how different characters deal with the same situation, the same circumstance and how they perceive the same situations and the same circumstances really differently. And also in this um, like series, they really need to draw on resilience and have a lot of resilience, which then led me to think about, well, firstly, what is resilience? So I looked at this and in the English dictionary and it says resilience is the ability to be able to overcome difficult or traumatic experiences and still have a full happy life, be successful in spite of those experiences. And then looking at another article, it said, you know, Resilience isn't like a trampoline that one minute you're low and then the next minute you're up. It's not about your how quickly you recover or how quickly you bounce back. In actual fact, they described resilience like climbing up a mountain without a map and you have got the stamina to keep going and you may fall off the path and you may take twists and turns and you may need people to help pick you up, but you are constantly and continuously moving forward. So I kind of thought, yeah, I like the sound of that. And then I really was thinking about my own resilience and the things that I've been through in my life. And I have alluded to this before that I have had shitty experiences and how I used my resilience to navigate my way through those traumas and still come out the other side. So this pod, I've always said that I would share a bit of myself and I did actually record this pod straight after I saw This Is Us and it was very emotional and I thought when I listened to it today, you know, you need to check in with yourself because it is emotional because you've watched something that's made you feel raw And also, I have family that listen to this. And whilst they know the ins and outs, you know, my sisters, my sister-in-law, they are my inner sanctuary and they really know pretty much every experience that's been crappy that I've gone through in my life. Because when you trust and love people, they pick you up and they support you through those, those traumas that you've gone through. 
However, I'm also aware that I have uncles that live in Australia that, and hey, by the way, that probably don't know the extent of the trauma that I've been through. So for my family, not that I don't want to share the message because the message is really important, but for my family, the pod and the way I'd recorded it last night most certainly couldn't be airing today because I was feeling very vulnerable after watching that program. But the experience that I've been through, I feel is really important that it is shared and the level of resilience it has taken me to get through it and does the trauma that I've gone through define the person that I am now and that is something that I'm really stuck on and I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with it really defining the person that I am now my sister put it in a better way. She kind of said, it doesn't define who you are, but it definitely helped shape the choices that you made. And it allowed you to be able to do your job really well. And it's allowed you to be able to connect with people really well. And it's allowed you to be able to empath- empathise with people. But I don't think that the trauma defines who you are. And then there was a Facebook post where somebody said, you know, don't use your trauma to be a hero to say that I was a victim of domestic violence, which I have been, and that I've come through it and without that experience I wouldn't be the person I am now because it kind of makes the experience heroic. You need to acknowledge that it was a trauma and that it was shit. And the only reason you are back together in one piece is because of the work that I've done on myself and my own inner resilience. And that kind of sits more in a line with me about how I feel about resilience and we all need inner resilience to carry us through things to get to the other side to be able to have the life that I've got now. So let me share with you the experience and I'm also sharing this because I am acutely aware that there will be sadly many people in my situation and I'm not all that was in that situation not in my situation now my situation now is amazing but was in that situation and I'm also not naive enough to think that that won't be applicable to anybody that would listen to this pod so I just want to give them the experience that I've gone through and where I am now the other side in the hope that that may inspire somebody to take really difficult action. So when I was 16, I was a proper little bitch and I moved out of home because like most 16-year-olds, they think they know it all. Please show me one that doesn't. And I moved out of home. I moved into a, a bedroom within a flat that I rented and I met somebody who was much older than me. He was 27. I think up until I met my husband, I always kind of dated people that were significantly older than me. And that is another pod episode in itself. And I had met this guy and my life, I think, in terms of the social circles that I mixed in, you know, I'd say I'd come from a middle class background. I was quite naive. So I met this person you know, swept me off my feet rather quickly. 
I moved out of that flat. I think I'd been in that flat for maybe six or seven months, moved out of the room that I was renting and moved in with him very, very suddenly. Um, within probably about eight months of living with him, I was pregnant with my eldest son and I had him at 18. But the trauma that I suffered in that relationship was significant. I was not really allowed to have my normal friendship circle, so I was became very isolated. I was only allowed to mix with people that he knew and he would know where I was. I didn't wasn't allowed to have any contact with my family really so I used to write my mum letters and um yeah my life it it was very centered around him and it was very controlling but I was also a victim of mental and domestic abuse and the abuse was severe at points and that abuse continued through my pregnancy so I have locked an awful lot of this trauma away however when you go through self-development you have to explore all, all areas of yourself to be able to truly step into your next best life so obviously this development for me is quite painful because it's stuff that I firstly have locked away and secondly have prided myself upon that I have used those experiences as a springboard to create the person that I am now and I would often attribute some of my really I think good qualities like my tenacity, my ambition, my drive, my forced to only want to move forward down to those circumstances because when you are 18 years old and that person ends up going to prison six days after your son is born and then you end up in um, a sheltered accommodation which basically is a bedsit with a shared bathroom in um, temporary housing you have to be quite tough to be able to navigate that process um so I have locked a lot of the trauma around that away and really I suppose in a way have glorified the experience because I will always say it has made me the person that I am now but no that bad behavior of somebody else's didn't make me the person I am now I fucking did. I did. So the domestic violence, you know, was, it was bad. There was numerous occasions where I I had a plate thrown over my head, smashed over my head once. I was punched in the face. I, it was, it, it was, proper domestic abuse at a very 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 young age and I just want to really say to anybody that is going through that now or has just come out of that it's really hard to recover from and it does take a while I then ended up in a relationship afterwards that was quite toxic because of 
my own issues that I brought into that relationship. And again, I will speak about that in another podcast. I think sharing this with you at the moment is emotional enough without delving into something else. But anybody that is in the circumstance now where they are living with somebody that's either physically or mentally abusing them, there is so much for you waiting the other side if you can muster up the strength and rely on your inner resilience and the ability that we have as humans to recover. And if you are using tools of self-development, they will get you there. I promise you the trauma that you go through of ending that relationship, yes, it is hard. I know I've done it. It's an 18-year-old child with a child herself left on her own with no job. And by the way, whilst that person was in prison, I did continue to stay in that relationship until about nine months into his sentence. And it was only then once I'd had the space away from him, forced space given, did I really reflect and look at the abuse that I was suffering and decided that I didn't want that anymore. And I suppose for me, I'll be honest with you, it would have taken me much longer to have escaped that relationship. Although I know I would have done had he not have been taken away from me at that point. Um, But nevertheless, it still took a lot to break up with him whilst he was absent. You know, I remember going to visit him with my son. My son was about six months old and I had said something to him at the table and I've got my son in my arms and it I'd got him coffee from the coffee shop and it was scalding hot. Like, there wasn't, like, health and safety like there is now. You know, if you ask for an extra hot in Starbucks at the moment, you're lucky if it's still lukewarm. Um, But this was proper hot, hot scalding coffee. And I have his six-month-old son in my arms. And something had happened at the table. I can't remember the dialogue. And he was like, if you get up from this chair... I am going to dash this coffee all over you. And you know what? He would have fucking done it. So I just sat there with the feeling of dread staring across the table at this person. In actual fact, I'd really forgotten about this experience until I was speaking about it now. And even then when he was incarcerated and there were guards in the prison everywhere and I probably would have been really safe... He had that much power and that much control over me still even then. So I know it's hard to break free from physical and mental abuse. But if you are in that situation now, there is so much more the other side. And you really have to trust in your own ability to be able to push yourself forward. I have the most incredible life now with the most incredible people in it and yes it's taken a lot of work and it's taken time to trust especially men again my husband is bloody incredible he loves me unwaveringly without any question and would do anything for me i have a wicked set of girlfriends we have a beautiful home i've carved out an amazing career for myself and all of that, whilst I couldn't bounce back from it really quickly, the resilience of being able to navigate my way through that trauma and using it 
positively because I could have chosen chosen another route. I could have chosen to turn to drugs like he was a drug addict. Um, I could have turned to drink. I could have decided to just not make anything of myself and use that whole experience to make me a victim rather than use that experience to give me the fuck you, I am going to make the best version of myself. You are not going to destroy the morals that my family, my mum, my mum has given me and the work ethic that my mum has given me and the way that my mum has brought me up and supported me. You're not going to take that away just because you don't know how to treat people and you don't know how to behave. When you are in these situations, remind yourself you are somebody's daughter and what would you say to your daughter if she was in that situation? So I'm sorry if today's pod is a bit sombre. The intention isn't for it to be sombre at all. And I just want you to know that I'm in a really good place. And I genuinely wouldn't change the experiences that I've gone through. Would I change the time that it's taken me to recover? Would I change the fact that it's taken me a long time to trust people, men? Um, again, would I change the fact that I can't really watch domestic violence or anything overly um, violent on television because it, it resonates and it hits a nerve with me? I can't really... I train spotting. I fucking hate that film because of all the drugs that are in it. It takes me back to a really dark place where I remember lots of drugs being done around me that, uh, that when you're 18 years old and you've never seen those type of class A drugs being used, it is fucking scary. And also that in itself, I never went anywhere near the drugs that he dabbled in. And even that in itself shows such an inner still and inner resilience that we do possess as people, we just need to trust ourselves. So I'm sorry if bits of this have been a bit disconnected and a bit wobbly or a bit waffly. I have never shared these experiences with anyone other than the people in my life that I 100% trust and know have my back. Um, I just haven't. But I actually feel that firstly, this is quite cathartic for me to be able to do this. And secondly, it's really important that if anyone, anyone is in the situation that I was in, I promise you there is another side and I promise you, you have the resilience to be able to do it. And you just need to take the strength and move forward. So if this just hits one person where they think that is me and I'm thinking, should I go back to this person? They're making it really difficult. They're being really harassing. Don't go there. You've made the first hardest step. Stay on the path you're on. And if you're somebody that's in this situation at the moment, you're thinking, I don't know how much longer I can take this. You don't have to. You don't have to. And there is light the other side and yes that is a journey in itself and yes that takes time to heal and I'm 42 years old and that had 41 oh added a year onto myself there don't like that 41 and that happened to me 20 years ago or 22 years ago god I can't do my maths today 22 years ago and if I allow it to it will still hurt it doesn't hurt as much as what it did when I was going through it. And at least when I immediately got out of there, I didn't think, am I going to live after this beating? Is this the time that he actually 
hits me so hard by accident that I don't wake up again. And there were times where I felt like that. So you need to think of you and you need to use your inner resilience. So on that note, I am very sorry if this has been a Debbie Downer one. It's not supposed to be. And as I said, I want you to know I am so okay with my life. I am more than okay with my life. But it's important that people out there that are going through this know that there is another side and you can get there. So I'm going to say it. I always do. It has to be said. My favourite words. High vibes, my little tribe. Tribe Raising the Vibe with Tia will be aired twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. Not only will I be sharing my passion about self-development, I'll be sharing stories, I will interview experts in the field of self-development, hold interactive Q&A sessions from our tribe. My hope is to share my passion and build a community that will support one another through their self-development journey. Find me on any social network platform at The Tribe Raising the Vibe. Make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app.